right. So are you ready, Reverend Tracy? I am. I would like to say one thing. That song is one of my absolute favorite songs. And uh, someone sang it at the center that I came from. And uh, I added it to my playlist. And so that it was sung today uh, without any of me saying so is just the evidence of spirit. So thank you so much. So beautiful. It makes me cry. I was trying to try my makeup. So I. <laughs> so thank yes. you. I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you so much. Beautiful. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So can you share one or two of your um, more significant personal realizations on this, on your spiritual path yeah. with us? Yeah. Um, that no one's going to do it for me. <laughs> like, I, I had a teacher. His name is Reby. He's passed now. But we, I was sitting in front of him, and I um, used to have all kinds of questions for him. And and um, one day he just said, he, he shared his lessons through stories. So the story isn't so significant as um, after class, I'm driving home, and I, I typically go, what did he mean by that? You know, what was, what was he trying, the point he was trying to make? And so I, you know, always go, okay, Spirit, show me, just show me in the way I can receive it. Driving to the airport with my husband, I was dropping him off uh, to who's going on a work trip, and it dawned on me there's only one, you know. And it this dawning comes to us in all in particular ways to your particular orientation to life and how you listen to God. It's different for everybody, but also um, that there's no one coming to save me was really a big insight for me. That there's no one coming to save me. There's no God that I need to uh, be afraid of or um, that I haven't sinned, that I, that I am perfect uh, in, my personality might not be perfect, but the divine perfection of me uh, is always present and it's up to me to allow it to shine through. And you know, I really call that surrender. Um, so really that no one's gonna come save me, that I need to listen to the voice within and that it was really free, scary to the mind, but so personally freeing. It started my journey. My, many things started my journey, but that one was a big one. Uh, just had to pull the car over after I dropped the husband off and just wept because I was always afraid of so many things. And I always thought, you know, the, this idea, because I was raised Catholic, that this idea that someone was going to come save me. Um, in my... I would say my lack of maturity and spirituality, that comforted me, but there was a time for me to let it go. And that, that was a spiritual insight for me. The second uh, one is that um, when I'm looking at you, I'm looking at me. Not me, Tracy, not my personality, but the divinity in you is the divinity in me. And you know, it's, we talk a lot about that using jargon and different things, but when you have the experience of it, the realization of it, you really do, like we said in our leadership meeting yesterday, you really are talking to your own personal deity. Whoever you find orientation towards, whether it be Buddha, Allah, Jesus, whatever archetype or whoever you identify with, um, you know, we should always talk to people like we are talking to them because you are them uh, in essence, right? Your essence is that divine consciousness. And so that really changed the way I treated myself and others mm. as well. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Is it? Can you hear me? Okay. There. That's better. Hi, Jackson. Okay. 
I love being taken care of. <laughs> I mean, this is the best thing. <laughs> this is a good group for that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Jackson. There we go. Yeah. Is that better? Yeah. Okay. We're just getting clear all the time. I know. Look at Spirit so. working through Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you say your favorite spiritual practices? My favorite spiritual practice is meditation. Um, just the stillness. Not necessarily, I feel like, you know, once you kind of garner the idea or it, you start to embody the teachings that we have, then you, you really are in meditation all the time. Uh, and you start to notice when you go out, uh, right? Your natural state mm -hmm. becomes meditation. And the state that you and we all have lived in kind of takes you out of that. You start to notice that more. So for me, it's really just sitting. I love hummingbirds. I just love hummingbirds. I, I, I um, so just sitting and watching nature and just enjoying the stillness um, and the quietude that comes with that and then understanding the difference. So really it's just my way of connecting um, or mm. furthering that connection, I should say, because we're always plugged in. We just, right. you know, sometimes it's just turned off. Mm -hmm. You know, we just got to turn the switch back on. Yeah. So yeah. That's, that's my way of turning the switch on and getting out of the mind and into who I truly am. Mm. Yeah getting out of the condition and all the stuff going on. Yeah, all the yeah. worry, fear, you know, the, it starts to become very uncomfortable as you traverse the path, you know, and you, you really, the mind really, it's interesting, right? It wants to get out of it, but it runs off of it. So there's this, always this dual, you know, thing going on. And, uh, but what's behind that is the ever presence of spirit, uh, your essence. And it really is uh, the background of all that we are. And it's just, just being, just be, being is mm -hmm. my, I like that practice, just to be. It's a good practice, definitely. Yeah. What do you like to do for fun? I have a two-year-old. <laughs> 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 and he likes monster trucks. And he's always like, Nana, sit, 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 sit. I'm like, Nana's knees cannot get on the floor. Um, and I have this little meditation pillow. And so you, he's two and he picks up this big heavy beaded pillow cares over to his uh we transformed our dining room into a playroom so i sold all my furniture laid down colored mats and this was fun for me so fun for me is uh you know releasing and letting go of things that i've been attached to and i loved my dining room i got it just the way i wanted we got the baby and i'm like out you go that's fun for me to embrace life as it's coming um also i love music i like to dance but my favorite thing right now is playing with Luke and, um, and making monster truck sounds. And um, we, my husband likes to take him to the playground. I, I decided I don't really like playgrounds, but I like watching him on the playground. So, um, you know, we just went camping, uh, spent time with family, so that was really nice. It was really nice to spend time with family and not react to family. Like, you know you've spiritually grown, well, you can sit with your family and let them all be who they are, and and you and you don't feel less than. You don't feel like the black sheep. You don't feel like the middle child. You just sit and go, hmm, that's interesting. Where you know? <laughs> so my, I, I just, I'm a, 
I like to people watch. I like to listen. But really what just brings me joy, I, you know, truly what brings me joy is bringing joy to other people. Mm. That really makes me happy to see other people joyful. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, that's that's it. Thank you. You're welcome. So will you be teaching classes <laughs> or st and study groups? I hope so. I mean, mm. yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love... Um, creating a good class. My friend Fish, practitioner Fish, um, we've created a lot of classes together that we've given over the years, but um, my, I think that's the other thing that brings me joy is seeing other people have insights that they get from their own experience. You know, I don't think the role of a practitioner or a minister is to really teach you anything, but it's to guide you to teach yourself, to have your own insight and through direct experience. We have to have it through direct experience, otherwise I'm just telling you, you know, about the color red and you don't really experience the color red. So, um, so the answer to that is yes, I'm very much looking forward to it. Uh, credited classes, some of them will be created, some of them, you know, will be ones that, you know, other ministers send me that we borrow, but I'm very, 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 very excited about getting to know everybody and, um, and to be in service. Um, I think doing classes is a, is um, an act of love because it really does, you know, if you're here, you're here for a reason. You don't really end up at a church like this if you're not ready to take something new on, you know. And, um, and I am very grateful for the path of my life now that I get to be able to facilitate that in some way um, for you to have your own connection and to understand what that connection means to you. That's what classes do. It's yeah. you got to do the work. Yes. Work, work, work. <laughs> and the payoffs are big. The payoffs so are big. Yeah. <laughs> that keeps you coming. Yes. <laughs> keeps you do going. It's challenging, but you know you start to embrace the challenge, right? Mm -hmm. You you start to recognize that um, changing one's orientation or pattern towards life, well, accepting it and then allowing it to change, really allowing yourself to transform and not fighting against it, can be very challenging. So it's nice to have. Uh, people in a community like this that we're all going through the same thing at different levels and that we can reach out to a practitioner or a minister or even a friend that understands what you're going through um, yeah so that that's that's what I love about this community is we're all you know uh, doing it some way and that is the beauty of these centers for spiritual living yeah. it's just uh, quite a place they're, they're, they're just yeah. beautiful places for transformation places. to happen. Yeah. Yank, no one here is going to tell you what to do. Yeah, right? You, you just don't. This is what I loved. When I walked mm -hmm. into Mile High, I'm like, what did I get myself into? Um, and a practitioner, I met, met a practitioner, and she's like, you, are you ready for freedom? And I said, freedom? You know, I'm, and she goes, yeah, a different kind of freedom than you'll ever experience out of the idea that somebody needs to tell you uh, where to go, what to do, how to do it. And it took me a long time to stop looking for that, you know, because I realized I was living my life that way because you're taught that, especially coming from, you know, my background. Um, so that's what I just love, that idea of freedom, your own personal freedom, where you begin to trust your own intuition, your own divine guidance, and that, you know, we're helping you to become in tune with that. And, uh, you know, and then I'm always surprised when people get in tune with that, what comes out of them, you know. I learn from uh, people that are connected, 
and from people that are not. Well, I don't know if you cannot be connected. You, you probably aren't paying attention to the connection, right? But we're all, there's no one special, right? That's the other thing is you, there really isn't anyone special. Um, but what is special to you is how you tune into your higher self. Right. And that's what we're here to help you do. Yeah, find your freedom and tune in. <laughs> yeah, pay attention. So what would you like to see for this center? Oh, my gosh. Um, a growth It's a loaded mindset. question. It is a loaded question. <laughs> I want to see what spirit wants to see for it, right? Uh, that might sound like a little go-around, but, um, you know, I'm here because I've been divinely led here. I walked in, met Nancy. Uh, my granddaughter was here um, at a rehab facility, and I, I was traveling with fish, and I'm like, let's stop by that, that center and just kind of see. And the door happened to be open, and Nancy was there, and I was so welcomed. And I knew the minute I walked in, this is where I was supposed to be. Like, I can't explain that to anyone. I've tried to run from it, by the way. I tried to be, I tried to, no, it's too far away. I don't have a house there. I don't know, how is this all gonna work? And, and, um, a little by little, just all the answers and questions fell into place. So once I realized, oh yes, you're supposed to be here, then I had to learn to trust that process and I trust that process for the unfoldment of the center. So what I would like to see is a growth mindset, um, moving from, and I don't know that there's a fixed mindset, but I really love the idea of uh, being open to spirit, a growth mindset, um, a, a willingness and allowingness for it to transform into what it wants to be. Um, community driven um, I want you personally to go out and be so filled up uh, with joy that you become magnetic and then people are like where'd you get that and then you're like well let me tell you there's this minister <laughs> or this center or these practitioners or my friends and they want to come and be here and that we grow exponentially with the idea of spirit and freedom and, uh, and beingness uh, so for me, it's just, it's, it really is that it's growth, the spreading of love, community, and um, the idea that uh, we have something different than everybody else has, mm. and sharing that right, at, a, at a big level. So this question, is, this question is kind of related, how do you plan on reaching out to the community mm -hmm. so folks can find out how awesome CSLP is? Yeah. How are you going to plan on it? <laughs> How are you? How are you going to take that out into the world and tell CSL, uh, tell everybody that our Prescott Center for Spiritual Living is the place to be? I mean, I, I think electronics these days are phenomenal, you know, making sure that we're up to date with all of our social medias um, because that's the type of world we live in. Also, I'm not opposed to, you know, having a Sunday in the park where we where people want to know what we're doing uh, better business bureau you know I don't I don't think that we necessarily need to go we we've all been there handing out flyers and trying to make people come do what they don't want to do no what we learn here and who we become will be the neon sign for the people that we meet and then it happens I've seen it happen where communities grow uh, by the change that you make within yourself People want to, you know, I would hope that we all go into the week with, um, you know, ultimately everybody wants to be happy and that we take our happiness and it shines so bright that it invites other people in, that we really do magnetize this building in such a way that people want to stop by and see it, like I did that one Saturday morning, and now I'm here. That life-changing yes. 
that thought that you had that you you followed through on yes yes um, right that you took action on an inspiration mm -hmm. right and sometimes it might be you're at dinner and somebody asks you a question and and you it spirits like nudging you like I don't know if you ever had that little nudge and you're like fine fine I'll say it and it just a whole new world opens up just from following the nudge right um, so that's for me what I uh, would love to see is you know for spirit to work through us and for us to allow it yeah, have a willingness to answer mm -hmm. the call of love. So this one might have kind of been answered in some of your uh, answers. What are your aspirations for your ministry here? Oh, I think yeah, I think we kind of kind of covered that. it. Maybe yeah. maybe more of like what is your unique um, the the unique way that you express your ministry? Well, look at me, darling. I have purple <laughs> hair. <laughs> Uh, you know, I love humor, and I am, my father is very charismatic, and I recently spent time with him, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's where I got it from. And my father is very charismatic. So for me, um, that charisma, and that comes with an embodiment of love and uh, being of support uh, to, to people who need it. And um, so my own personal ministry is what, I mean, it's really hard answer, a hard question to answer because I think spirit wants something from me different every day. And so my personal ministry is to tune into that and then to honor it and follow through with it for whatever's in front of me at the moment, right? I don't try mm -hmm. to spend not too, planning is important, visioning is important, oh, knowing what you want is important, but holding the high watch that it is already done is really what I want my ministry to stand for. And, you know, and that everybody, that that is uh, catchy and that we have fun. I want to have fun. It's church, right? Or, okay, I say church, but it's, it's, I will say, it's just a center, right? We're here to have fun and to be in love and to celebrate our uniquenesses and our life on this planet and our existence. And that's my ministry, is to celebrate that in a fun, unique way where you walk out of here with some uh, shred of wisdom uh, higher knowledge that makes your life different, right? Mm. So it's not really Tracy's ministry, it's spiritual ministry, and my job is to listen. Mm. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. What was your path to science of mine? Oh, do we have an hour? No. <laughs> um, no. Okay, so it, it was a good story. Hazel, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you for just a few more minutes, and then yes. we'll, we'll exit. Okay. Yes. I thank you. Thank you for those two minutes. Um, <laughs> So, you know, I, I have answered this in various ways through yeah. our talks, but um, th there was a bookstore, Borders, who was, go was going out of business, and I was not doing so great in my career at the time, and my boss took me, and she's like, let's go buy a book, and I'm like, okay. So I was in Borders, and they were going out of business, and, and I walked by this, and seriously, the Science of Mind textbook fell on the floor, like... <laughs> And I picked it up, and I'm like, oh, I don't need another book about this or that. You know, I'm trying to fix my life. Why? And so I put the book back, and we got to the register, and the lady's like, oh, I saw you looking at that book. And I go, yes. And she's like, I really think you should buy it. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And so I, I didn't buy it, though. I went home, and I had a dream about the book. And, my, and I dreamt in the book I was reading it, and so I called my sister and, and was telling her, and she's like, do I need to send you the $10 to buy the book? Um, so I went back, 
uh, that was a Saturday, I went back on Wednesday and I started reading the book. And then a customer came into the bank and she saw the book sitting on my desk and she said, oh, I think there's a church down the street that, you know, it looks like a spaceship, mile high. And um, she said, you should check it out, look at their website. So I looked at their website and there was the book. And so I went over there and on a Wednesday to check it out, you know, to make sure this is not a cult or anything, you know. And, uh, and I met who was, I consider my second mom, Carol. She w ran the bookstore, which I later worked in. And she's like, oh, baby, you gotta come back on Sunday and bring your tissues. Um, and so I, I invite some people, the, the lady that came into the bank, she, you know, some people, she hooked me up with some people to come with who did not show up. And um, so I went in anyway and used that whole box of tissues. And it was the first time that I heard how good I was, that I was goodness and um, that there was nothing to be ashamed of. And, and I just, I wept, honestly. And I, I remember everybody leaving and I was sitting there and I was like, I cannot do another church. I cannot just do another church. Please tell me that this is the right church. And I got up and um, I walked out and I don't know if any of know Psy seminars, but I did Psy seminars, and uh, and it had been like five years. But there was a gentleman in the back of the church, in the back of the center, um, and I walked up and I go, I think I know you, and he's like, you do, and I go, yeah, yeah I, you were like the teacher at basic sem Psy seminars, and he was standing there. I'm like, it was so odd. I'm in Colorado. I've lived here four years. I've not seen him since, and there he was standing there. And you know, he asked me the question, what do you do? And I go, well, I work in banking. No, what do you do? And I was like, I don't know, but I wanna wear a purple stole. Who are those people with the purple stoles on? And I, cause you know, my personality likes to be important. I'm just saying. Um, and so I just followed the path to practitionership, but this is how much I like church. I got up one day and I drove to church and there was no one in the parking lot. And I called my husband, I go, I think they canceled church today. And he goes, Tracy, it's Saturday. <laughs> I got up and went to church. And that's how much I loved it. And I never looked back. Ne I just never looked back. And I've learned other things. I had a teacher that taught ageless wisdom. I've learned more about non-duality. And it really just, the path opened to so many ways to understand God and spirit. So you don't have to just believe in one thing. You know, you can see God is so, God is everything, is you, right? And so it, it, God, as you, will bring you exactly what you need in this incarnation to find, I would say, find your way home. I mean, these words right there, it's, we have to find, we have to use these words, but sometimes they just don't really mean what we say. But, um, but that's how I, that, that, that started it. And then I just kept taking classes. And by the way, I did not have a job. I lost my job, I had no money. And classes at Mile High are really expensive, okay? But spirit always, 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 the money landed in for everything that I've ever wanted to do in honor of my higher self. The money always was there. It just, it just was always there. And that, that's my journey, that was a shortened version. <laughs> You were always provided for. Always provided for. And always will be. And always will be. Yes. yes. Yeah. So is there one last thing that you'd like to share with us? Any last thing today? Let's I know there on. will be lots of sharing <laughs> coming up, but. Um, I am so deeply grateful. I have makeup on y'all. Um, <laughs> I'm so deeply grateful. I, I, spirit. 
God, life, universe, whatever you want to call it, is so amazing. And I have had quite the journey. And, you know, as you get to know me, I'll share it. I'm very open, very transparent. I believe in in, uh, open communication and clarity. Um, But that I am sitting here with you is a miracle in and of itself. And and, um, I am so grateful that... um, that I am with such a loving community. It shows me uh, how I feel about myself because this is what we do, right? We, we, the, the people that you invite into your lives are a reflection of who you are or who you're becoming, or, you know. And when I look at you and I get to sit here and I passed Sally's tests. <laughs> uh, it's really a miracle because... Uh, Oh, I'm kidding. Um, sort of. Sort of. <laughs> it's truly a miracle, and I am so deeply grateful to be in service to you. Um, and I look forward to growing with you, and, um, and I am deeply, deeply grateful, and I wanted to say thank you for inviting me into your family, trusting your hearts and your minds and your bodies and your spiritual journey with whatever I can offer it um, and whatever offer... God offers through me, and uh, and I just want to say thank you. I, I'm so so deeply grateful. I just I I can't believe it. I, I just can't believe. It. I keep telling fish. I'm like I just cannot believe it. I can't believe this day is here. Um, and then God, you know, hits me over the head and goes, "Yes, it's here. Get to work." Uh, <laughs> um, but it's really lovely. And in the essence of time, I'll just say I'm. I'm I, I'm filled with gratitude and love. Mm. Yeah. Where's the tissues? <laughs> They're over there. I wore waterproof mascara. The tissues are over there. <laughs> I'm c- well, we are grateful for Reverend Tracy having the courage to step into this community. It takes a lot of courage. I'm I'm not I'm not being sarcastic here, everyone. <laughs> I am, and I'm not. <laughs> we we have had some talks. We've had some. Yes, talks. we've had some talks. But yeah. anyone, um, especially a new minister, walking into an already active, thriving center, yeah. that takes that takes yeah. a, a lot of guts, and uh, a lot of trust, and a lot of love. And and I have to end with saying that. You know, all of you in this room and those even that are not here this morning are responsible for demonstrating this beautiful minister. And if I might have that slide, um, in your new minister sacred covenant prayer that you did every month, and some of you took this very seriously and also did it at home, uh, I know somebody that did it daily. Wow. And it said, in the, in the middle of it, it says, I, and I, or as I stand in agreement with my beloved community, I see my new minister before me as revealing truth, as love, wholeness, and joy. And here she is.
And I, I am grateful. Uh, I am so grateful. The first time that I saw the covenant after the, the, the group, the co-creation group got done with it, I knew right away that those were the perfect words that would describe her. And I kept getting her. It wasn't that I was trying to get a her. I was trying to stay open-minded, but I kept getting her. <laughs> so anyway, I, uh, it's been my pleasure to um, be able to facilitate uh, this grand demonstration. And I could not have done it with all of your endless energy, love, and um, just everything that you have, your unique gifts. And you'll hear more from me one more time next week. So yeah. on it that. Is a, it is a demonstration, right? It is a demonstration, is a demonstration of demonstration. your love and what you called into play. And I do want to say one thing before we go. I just want to thank Tom, um, the board, uh, the, the search committee. I mean, I could be president by the questions y'all asked me. <laughs> like, but of the United it really, States. Right, of yeah. the United States. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. it really put me in touch with uh, what I wanted, right? It, it's helped me to spiritually mature to be ready for this seat. And so it, it, it seems like it took a long time, but really spirit works in perfect timing. But Tom believed in me, and I really am deeply grateful to him and Sandy and everybody involved. Um, I joke about it, but it really was a beautiful experience. And, uh, and I just really want to say thank you to all of you that were a part of that um, for, for, the, for our community. Um, so I am so be happy to be able to say that. So thank you, Tom, and everyone else involved in that. Okay. So we'll close our portion of the morning. Just let's take a breath and just feel that deep gratitude that we have for this, for each other, for this grand demonstration, for this beautiful minister, for the growth and expansion that, and the deepening that has taken place in each and every one of us, including myself in this process. We are just, are just so grateful for life for God, for spirit that knows exactly what it's doing with each and every one of us. We just continue to follow its path. The light, is, the path is lit for us. And we're just so grateful to know that we have this beautiful community where transformation takes place, where friendship and love and just beautiful relationships are formed. This is truly a spiritual home, and we're grateful for it all. We're grateful to be alive. We're grateful for life, for God, spirit, source. I know this treatment does its powerful work on behalf of everyone here and beyond all those lives that are yet to be touched by this beautiful community. Thank you, spirit, and please say with me, and, and so, so it is. is. Thank Yay. you. Thank you. Thank you.